You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Well podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Ancient Circle by Native Spirit. I have to tell you about something that I didn't mention at the end of the last show. I did set up a GoFundMe page for this podcast. It does cost me a lot of money every month to put this podcast together, so you can listen to it for free. Part of the costs is the monthly subscriptions, and then I have to pay a tariff, or for those of you not living in Canada, a license for me to play all the wonderful music that you enjoy. These musicians are not rich rock stars, but hardworking people like you. I have been promoting the GoFundMe page just to see how I can improve it. And so far, nothing. No comments whatsoever. I really do appreciate some feedback and some cash too. Plus, the season of giving is upon us. I know that you're all busy buying gifts for others. For feedback and to donate, go to GoFundMe.com and search for Music from the Goddess's Vault. If you are having trouble looking for it, the link will be in the show notes. Come to think of it, this crowdfunding page will also be good for finding an actual webpage for this show. I don't have one, and if you donate, your name might be mentioned in the shoutouts in the next show. I also did mention at the end of the last show, a friend of mine that has a brick-and-mortar shop called Practical Magic and Curio Shop. He also doesn't have a webpage, but he does have a Facebook one, so you can go check that one out and see what he's got. He also told me that there are events going on at his store. I would like to mention those here, but I can't, because by the time that this show comes out, they would already be over. I did post his link on Twitter and Facebook. You can click on the events tab when you're there, plus the link will be in the show notes as well. Now for the events coming up. If you live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the Wiccan Church of Canada will be holding an Elements class on Sunday, December 16th, starting at 4 p.m. The class will be held in the main activity hall on the second floor of the University of Toronto Multi-Faith Centre, located at 569 Spadina Avenue. It is open to the public, so all are welcome to attend. For more information, go to wiccanada.ca forward slash wcc-toronto-temple.html. If you are living in Arizona in the U.S. and want to know where you can celebrate Huel, the Grove of the Rising Phoenix and the Irish Cultural Center are pleased to announce Winter Solstice at the ICC Friday, December 21st from 4 to 7 p.m. There will be a small parade remembering the ancestors, druid ritual, kids' story time, music, and more. Admission is $5 for people 13 and up, and kids 12 and under are free. For more information or to volunteer, go to new.risingphoenixgrove.org forward slash events. For those of you living in Australia on Sunday, December 9th from 9 until 11 in the morning, there's the Sunday morning meditation in the park in Wattle Forest at Royal National Park in Audley, southern Sydney. Journey through a shamanic meditation. Let nature guide and speak to you. Come and commune with nature and relax, weather permitting. The meditation is free, however, it'll cost you $12 to get into the park, and you must be over 18 to attend. For more information, go to illumination.spearsoflight.com.au forward slash meditation Sunday. Again, all the links will be in the show notes. As I mentioned in my shamanic show, today's episode is going to be about Native American paganism. I'm going to talk about what that is, and it might sound like a repeat of the shamanic episode. However, I'm also going to talk about something that has been bothering me since before Samhain or Halloween, for those of you who are not pagan listening out there, and that is cultural appropriation. Yes, Samhain, Halloween, Native American, and others plus paganism all have one thing in common, cultural appropriation. I'll talk about that more after you hear Suburban Shaman by Holly Tannen featuring Carnahan, Caswell, and Morris. Oh, once I was a husband, but now I am a man. It was in the year of 95 that my new life began. I went out to find myself amid the mushrooms and the trees, along with 40 other Joseph Campbell wannabes. With me ran to Turanetti for the Dido. Oh, I went into the closet to see what I could find. My Dacron and my polyester I did leave behind. I took down my goatskin drum with the Navajo designs And I borrowed Martha Silver Fox to gird around my loins With me ranting to Renetti for the Dido Oh, I drove up to the camp 
On a Friday afternoon, I heard what sounded like coyotes howling at the moon. I took out my diner's club card to pay them what was due. They said, you are a cave bear, you're in cheapy number two. With me rent and two Renetti for the Dido. Oh, they took away my matches, my flashlight and my watch. All they left me was the silver fox to cover up my crotch. So I staggered through the bushes, hoping I could find my clan. But instead I stumbled on another naked howling man. With me rent into Renetti for the Dido. Oh, I asked, was he a cave bear, and could he help me please? He said he was a stag and we were mortal enemies. Then he gored me with his antlers, I slashed him with my claws. I grabbed him by the neck and held him in my mighty jaws. With me ranting to Renetti for the Dido. Then I dropped him on the ground and I gave a mighty roar. For I heard a lusty chorus chanting hymns in praise of Thor. There were half a dozen cave bears hunkered down upon a rock And two chickens wrapped in plastic from the Safeway down the block With me renting to Renetti for the Dido Oh, the patriarch of cave bears was six foot three or four Covered head to foot in weird tattoos he'd gotten in the war But he couldn't start the fire with his awesome furry paw So he growled and said, to hell with it, we'll have to eat him raw With me renting to Renetti for the Dido Oh, we planned a rite of passage so we could be born anew But we found we all were circumcised, so what else could we do? So we set up a peyote right, and brother, it was deep. I could tell you more about it if I hadn't gone to sleep. With me ranting to Renetti for the Dido. Now the weekend's over and I'm on the freeway home And along with my bold comrades no longer can I roam No more wading in the river or leaping from the rocks And there's mud and blood and chicken grease on Martha Silver Fox With me ranting to Renetti for the Dido Oh, once I was a husband, but a K-Bear I am now And neither Martha nor the kids can make me break my vow I'll no longer take the trash out, I'll do just what I please I'll hibernate and eat and growl and scratch my skin for fleas With me ranting to Renetti for the Dido With me ranting to Renetti for the Dido For the spirit guide of the week. I'm going back to the animal kingdom for this week's spirit guide. This week's medicine totem or power animal is the bear. Bear in the spirit realm represents courage, leadership, confidence, inner strength, solitude, power, and healing. If your totem animal is the bear, you need to stand up against whatever adversity you are facing and take charge of your life. You also need to stand up for your own beliefs and truths. Bear is telling you that you need to take time to be in solitude and meditate. That way you may find the answers to your questions. If your power animal is the bear, that means that you are more grounded. You will have to call on totem animal bear if you need to heal yourself and others. You need to gather your strength in order to be well. And you can call on it if you need physical, emotional, or psychic protection. Bear is asking you to get going on whatever project that you have in mind and need to get it going right away. Bear is also telling you that you need to balance activities with periods of rest. An example, if you are exercising, don't overexert yourself. You need time to go and have a glass of water. And you can call on Bear if you need courage to pursue your goals. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. Black from head to foot 
from climbing in them chimneys and cleaning out that soot. With a brush and a ladder and a pail, the darkened walls I'd scale, and far and high I'd see a patch of sky. I'd rather be the gypsy who's camped at the edge of town, the one who has the dancing bear that follows the moon. sails and the stars they steered our course and on our bow there was a golden hole Dancing Bear by Avalon Rising. I'm going to talk about Native American paganism. Modern paganism in the U.S. and Canada occasionally does include aspects of Native American spirituality. Some of us pagans will have an ancestor in our family tree that is from one of many different tribes in the U.S. and Canada. I know that there are friends of mine that have one such ancestor. There are even some 60-scoop Native Americans who are coming into paganism to rediscover their own ancestral roots. For those of you who don't know, the term 60s scoop refers to those Native Americans born from the 60s all the way to the 80s and were adopted or fostered by white parents. Then there are those of us pagans who don't have any Native American ancestry, but we are somehow drawn to this belief system. Unlike most paths, there is no one summary of Native American spirituality that encompasses all aspects of this belief system. The reason is that there are hundreds of tribes in Canada and the U.S. That means that the beliefs and practices vary from one tribe to the next. An example is that one tribe in southern British Columbia has very different elements to their belief system than, say, another in northern Ontario or even another tribe in the Northwest Territories. 
Part of the reason for this vast differences in beliefs is due to the environment that they live in, climate, and the natural world. However, there are some common threads through all Native American spiritualities. The first one being creation stories. All tribes have different variations on how the world was created. There are two examples in the ThoughtCo.com article called Native American Paganism. The second is the vast array of deities and spirits. They are either creator deities, tricksters, gods or goddesses of the hunt, and those that heal. The third is vision quests and spiritual journeys. This is a crucial part of one's own spiritual path. It is a rite of passage that marks a major change in one's life. For example, the rite of becoming an adult, marriage, birth of a child, or even death. This often involves being alone in nature. This can be both personal and for the community. The fourth is medicine person or shaman. As I mentioned in the shamanic episode, not very many Native American shamans or medicine people want to share their knowledge to non-natives. Please listen to that show. And lastly, all Native American spiritualities have some sort of reference to ancestors. The ThoughtCo.com article also did mention the dangers of cultural appropriation, which I am going to talk about next. First, here's Heather Dale with Sedna. Sedna roamed the deep, the cold forgotten deep. No one wants to be alone. Sedna roamed the deep, the cold forgotten deep. No one wants to be alone. From her hands they fell, children of the ocean. Swell with Isis twinkle given sight, she offered them a name and seals they all became. And laughing, took a coat of dappled light. Set our own deed, the cold forgotten deed. No one wants to be alone. Set our own deed, the cold. No one wants to be alone. From her hands they fell, ever in the sea to dwell. Nimble fingered, quick and lithe, she offered them a name, and daughters they became. Keepers of her secrets in the Sedna roamed the deep, the cold forgotten deep. No one wants to be alone. Sedna roamed the deep, the cold forgotten deep. No one wants to be alone. Mightiest of all, slow and gentle as the tides, she offered them a name, and whales they all became to tread the paths the lesser are denied. No one wants to be
dream symbol to interpret. There are four in this week's dream symbol. They are home, hometown, home improvement, and homeless in dreams. Home in dreams usually represents security, basic needs, and values. If you dreamt about your childhood home, your hometown, or a home that you lived in previously, it signifies your desires to build a family and your family ideologies. If you dreamed about going back to your hometown, it's telling you that you are experiencing some unexpressed emotions. If in your dreams you cannot find your way back home, it means that you have lost faith and belief in yourself. If you dream that you are making home improvements or a home improvement project, it's telling you of improvements you need to make on yourself. If you dreamt that you are adding on to your home, the dream is telling you that you need to expand your way of thinking. To dream that you are homeless means that you are feeling powerless and insecure in your real life. To see someone who is homeless in your dreams, it's reminding you to value and cherish what you already have in your waking life. And to see a homeless family living in your garage in your dreams represents something that is missing in your life. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. was Hecate's Wheel with Home. Before I go on to cultural appropriation, let me say something that is politically correct. I know that most of you out there know that Indian is someone from India. The politically correct term for those first people of North America are Native American, Indigenous people, or Aboriginal. Those Native Americans that live in some parts of Alaska and all of the Yukon and Northwest Territories are called Inuit, Native American, Indigenous people, or Aboriginal, and not Eskimo. Please correct someone if you hear that latter term. Also, here's a personal story about political correctness when it comes to gender. One day, a mail courier did come to my apartment to deliver mail. One of my elderly neighbors, a man, said male woman or male lady. I did try to correct him and say male courier because male man or male woman is rude to say to that person. But the neighbor stuck to his old ways and I didn't want to start an argument before going back to work. However, the correct term is male courier. It's gender neutral. 
While I'm at it, here's something that you listeners who are not Canadian should know. We not only have cold winters, but hot summers as well. Canadians do not live in igloos. We do live in actual heated houses. I live in an apartment. Not all Canadians love hockey. Not all Canadians speak French, unless you live in the province of Quebec. Not all Canadians eat moose meat and put maple syrup on everything. I don't, and I don't even like poutine either. Plus, the modern Royal Canadian Mounted Police do drive cars and not ride on horses like they used to. Only when they are at an event, that's when they do their famous musical ride on horseback. But like the U.S., Canadians come from all different walks of life. As for accents, well, all I can say is that everyone has an accent no matter where you live. There are links that I'm going to put in the show notes about cultural appropriation. First, let's define culture and appropriation. Culture is defined as the beliefs, ideas, traditions, speech, and material objects associated with a particular group of people. Appropriation is defined as the illegal, unfair, or unjust taking of something that doesn't belong to you. Cultural appropriation is the adoption of certain elements from one culture without the consent of people who belong to that culture. How does this relate to paganism? Well, if you read the ThoughtCo.com article, Native American Spirituality, and scroll down to cultural appropriation, there is an example right there. And while I'm on the subject of cultural appropriation and Native Americans, if you are at a concert or at an event with hundreds of people attending, and you see someone who isn't Aboriginal wearing a Native American headdress, you know the one with eagle feathers on it, rip it off their head and tell them that these were war bonnets that were important ceremonial regalia only worn by Aboriginal chiefs and warriors, and not by white people dressing up for the fun of it. And if you see a star selling these war bonnets, you might have to let the management know to take these off their shelves or even not sell them online either. Another thing that bothers me about cultural appropriation is when Halloween or Samhain comes along. That is white people dressing up as Native Americans. If you're not Aboriginal, don't dress up as one for Halloween. Same goes for white people wanting to dress up as Romas, ninjas, geishas, belly dancers, sumo wrestlers, traditional stereotypical Mexicans, or even the Day of the Dead look, Inuit, African, African American, or other ethnic celebrities, people from the Middle East, voodoo witch doctor, or any other costume that will offend someone from another culture. I know that most of you already know this, but there are some white people like Megan Kelly that don't get it. Before I go any further, being a theater major, let me tell you about the history of blackface. It started with the minstrel shows, which were popular in the U.S. and possibly Canada in the 19th and early 20th century. It was a form of traveling entertainment that had white men paint their faces black to make fun of African Americans. These white men portrayed African Americans as being dim-witted, lazy, and buffoonish, otherwise racist. Isn't everyone like that, including white people? I mean, there are some people, no matter what ethnicity they are, who are dim-witted, lazy, and buffoonish. I know that there are people of all different ethnicities who work hard at whatever job they do and teach their kids that value. Anyway, that's one of the reasons why white people should not dress up in culturally inappropriate costumes for Halloween. There was a Facebook post that a fellow pagan talked about where a white person who doesn't understand cultural appropriation said something like, then people whose background is Romanian should be the only ones to dress up as vampires. It's okay to dress up as a vampire, no matter if you're Romanian, African, or any other ethnicity. It's a character. Besides, there are evidence of vampires in Asian mythology. Same goes for witches. A number of years ago, there was a fake news article from Facebook that says that a pagan was offended by all the traditional witch costumes and wanted to ban them. When someone posted that article on the pagan Facebook group that I was in, everyone was offended. However, there was someone that did post that it was fake, and their friend at the center of the controversy was being framed, hacked, or catfished by the person who created the fake news in the first place. That means for all you non-pagans listening out there that we don't mind if you dress up as the traditional green-faced black dress and black pointy hat witches with brooms for Halloween. We do that during our sound ritual. By the way, I read that a white parent asked NBC weather forecaster Al Roker if their kid can dress up as the Black Panther for Halloween. He said yes, as long as they are not blackface. What I think he means by that is that it's okay for a white person to dress up as the superhero Black Panther. After all, he is a character. But it's not okay for a white person to dress up as Black Panther's alter ego, which I don't know the name of because I haven't seen the movie. The last superhero movie I saw was Wonder Woman. Other than that, Halloween and Samhain should be fun for everyone.
It's time for a nice, deep, and relaxing meditation. Again, if you're listening to this podcast in your car, or you are working on machinery, or anything that you need to pay attention to, please skip this segment. This next meditation comes from the album, Your Guardian Goddess, a guided meditation from Raven Star Merle. This track is called Connecting with Your Animal Totem. We are ready to embark on a beautiful, magical journey. Remember that there is no need for fear. If there is at any time you are uncomfortable, all you need to do is open your eyes. You are always lovingly safe and protected. I want you to feel your body. We are going to take three deep breaths. I want you to envision green and red roots going deeply and slowly into the earth. These are your roots, strong, powerful roots of protection that keep you grounded, knowing that you are connected deeply into the roots of this planet. See these roots digging into the center of the earth. Next, I want you to imagine walking down this beautiful woodland trail. Trees are on each side of the path. You are paying attention as you go down the gentle rolling hillside. Moving along in front of you, you are walking into this beautiful clearing. There is much activity in the open clearing. As you walk in, you observe many different types of animals. You look to the side and you see a beautiful bird sanctuary. As you marvel at this beautiful sight, you feast your eyes not knowing what you're going to see next. You stand wide-eyed as you watch these animals. As you watch and wait, you realize that you're about to meet your animal totem, a very sacred guide that has come to you into this lifetime to help you, guide, and protect you on your journey. Quietly, you watch and wait. There are so many to pick from. How will you know which one is right for you? Pay attention to your feelings. How do you react to the guide that comes to you? Does it feel like a long-lost friend and companion? If it does, you know that this is the guide for you. If you feel uncomfortable or hesitant, gently thank them and request that the perfect guide for you come to you at this time and assist you. You will know the right guide for you because this animal will lovingly approach you three times. to take the time to withdraw from the activity with your guide, relax and enjoy their company. There is no need for words. By their look, you know you are completely understood. No words are necessary. Quietly listen to this loving spirit guide and what they are telling you. This animal is a loving spirit who is here to guide and protect you.
It is time to say goodbye for now, knowing that you can reconnect with your loving guide at any time. Envision yourself coming back into your body through your strong green and red roots. These roots are pulsing up through the earth, connecting you back to your body. Slowly and peacefully, you return back into your body. It is time to take three deep breaths. Please take your time lovingly breathing and coming back into yourself slowly. When it is time, you've wiggled your toes and fingers. Slowly open your eyes. I have to apologize for the long show. There are some things that needed to be talked about, and I know that some of you already know about it. As I was writing this show, I was thinking that this podcast needs a blog. I don't like writing blogs because they are like journaling. I don't keep up with it. But with this blog, I will still let you know when the next show is coming out via social media. So I'm not going to blog too much. Listen to the Music from the Goddess of All podcast on Radio Public. It's free, easy to use, and helps listeners like you find and support shows like mine. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. You can still listen to this podcast on other sites as well. If you want me to announce an event, do a shout-out, suggest a future topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the Music from the Goddess's Vault Facebook page, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with Darkwing, Shaman in the City by Gaia Consort. Blessed be. I am moving here.
know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.